Jack Sherry on 2FM. Now, though, if you are on TikTok, you may be familiar with the trend uh, of people filming videos where they say, I thought I had straight hair for my whole life, but then I washed it, and then I did this, and then I put this product on it, and boom, it turns out I have curly hair. And um, Well, I think that experience is a little bit far-fetched. However, there is no doubt that lots of us grow up um, straightening our hair and styling it beyond any kind of recognition of what its natural texture is like. And once you actually know what to do with it, you may have stunning waves. You may have beautiful curls, but it's the knowing what to do with it bit that can be a little bit tricky. Well, fortunately today, we have my curly-haired icon, Gabriella Strano from curlmaven.ie, who knows everything there is to know about curly hair. Hello, Gabriella. Hi, Louise. Uh, thank you so much. Lovely to... Happy Mother's Day. Oh, happy Mother's Day to you too. <laughs> um, so uh, you have been, for me, in my curly hair journey, I, like I turn to you for everything. Like, I just feel like you know you know it all. How did you come to gain your knowledge? Through experience, I've always had curly hair. I've grown up with it. I've got two kids. They both have curly hair. And so when you're doing three wash days, twice a week in a house you learn very quickly what is working and what isn't and trying new things and figuring it all out let's talk a little bit um when while we start about why it is that so many of us straighten our hair or uh why maybe we feel a certain way about curly or wavy hair what's your take on that I think there's it's kind of twofold one I think that the hair straighteners are like the corset of the 21st century where we're just trying to conform and to fit in and to all look the same I think that's part of it I think the other part is traditionally in media and movies curly wavy textured hair has been associated with being crazy or undesirable I know a lot of people will think of the, my princess diaries and she's got that curly hair and there's a tendency to say crazy curly hair and then when she's you know finished her makeover it's sleek and it's straight and like now she's acceptable and mm. you know all of that kind of stuff so I think it's a mixture of wanting to fit in but also wanting to look um you know sleek and professional and curls are often associated with children and so in the workplace people don't want to be associated with being immature or unprofessional so they want to sleek and smooth and straighten their hair to have a certain appearance I think it's kind of it's a few things in there yeah and of course it's even more extreme if you are a black or person of color and because there's all kinds of prejudice associated with kind of natural hair texture there isn't there a hundred percent and I think Michelle Obama is probably the biggest kind of biggest platform and stage of you know when she was in the White House we saw that straight and sleek silk press almost style of hair and then it wasn't until she was out of the White House and off that platform that we started to see more looks with her natural texture and her natural kind of curl and and, and passion but for black people a hundred percent there is still so much work to do their their natural texture still is not embraced and accepted as much as it absolutely should be yeah because it's so beautiful so stunning and like you know a variety is the is the spice of life so it's it seems wild that we would all want to have the same kind of texture um but there is I suppose one facet of it which is you do need to know what to do with hair that isn't straight in order to make it look its best don't you yeah and I think that is part of the problem is that 
by now, like I know we all had our learning curves back in the days with with heat styling tools, but by now, I think the reason why some people still gravitate towards straightening is because A, they know how to do it and B, they know the result that they're going to get every single time. Mm. And there's that kind of predictability and uh, consistency that is appealing to people, especially in, you know, when we've got busy lifestyles and what have you, or, you know, you're working from home, you've got a Zoom and you don't, you know, you don't want your wash day to be like Russian roulette and not quite know what it's going to look like. So, but once you have the right tools and the understanding to know what to do, it then takes away that guesswork. And now for me, I would much rather, I know exactly how my hair will look and I can do it much quicker if I embrace my natural texture rather than spending up to two hours trying to straighten and sleek and smooth it down into something else. So let's talk about it then. If someone's listening and they're like, okay, I know that there's a wave at least in my hair and I've never really kind of known what to do with that. Where should Mm -hmm. they begin? So the few kind of key things are is obviously no, like try not to heat style it. You want to Have a focus on getting your hair healthy again and minimizing any heat damage that's there so that you can give your hair the best chance to give you whatever natural wave or curl or texture that it naturally has. So things like try and avoid silicones, which are usually in in your conditioners and your styling products. You can avoid sulfates, which dry out the curls. Silicones put a coating on it, which can suffocate the curls. So those are two things just in your cleanser and conditioner. And then just think about, you know, what way are you styling your hair? Styling is a little bit like in makeup terms, it's like eyeshadow. It's like your styling is really dependent on what look you're going for. But if you can have a really good cleanse and condition routine with good quality products that are sulfate and silicone free, that's where most of the kind of healing and most of the good work will go in your hair and and your wash days. It is kind of an investment, isn't it? Like I, my own personal journey, (laughs) for want of a better word, um, I had my hair like bleached blonde for years. And obviously if you bleach your hair, the texture just goes to... Yeah, you know, to pot, no matter yeah. what you, you want to do with it. So I spent a long time growing out my bleach and then trying to minimize heat styling and stuff to try and get my hair back to, I knew I had a nice wave. And the more that I, you know, treat it as though it is wavy hair, which it is with the right products mm-hmm. and the right styling, the more of a, a kind of more beautiful the texture is, the more wavy it is. And I've seen yeah. photographs of you from when you started to do your routine versus, you know, where you were and where you are now. And it is yeah. worlds apart. Like your hair really changes, doesn't it? Like it you really had, does. It, like you looked like you had more of a wave nearly. And now you have proper like ring corkscrew curls. Mm. I barely had a wave. I used to, how my hair looks now is how it looked when I was a a teenager and and like growing up, Mm. but through color and heat damage and some very dodgy DIY treatments at home to try and fix color damage or what have you, I really did trash my hair. And the pictures that I have shared of my hair before I started my curly journey, that was on a good day. (laughs) You know, like that was when like I was thrilled with myself. But for me, the biggest thing was, and I'm sure you have it as well and lots of others, is 
I was known having curly hair was part of my identity it was part of who I was Mm. and so when I trashed it and I had those barely there waves like honestly it's 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 almost a compliment to say that it was a wave at that point I really felt like I'd lost part of who I was and it is just as unrecognizable now for me to look back and see that Mm. as it as it you know at the time it was unrecognizable like it's still that jarring of like whoa I caused so much damage to my hair and it just couldn't do what I know it has the potential to do and I know that that's where a lot of people are at now it's like they know they have like memories like oh do you remember when my hair used to be really curly and it's not Mm. quite like that now but you can 100% get there this the focus has to be on getting it healthy again as opposed to what can I do to put in my hair to get it to go curly immediately like I didn't damage my hair overnight or in a couple of good wash days I'm not going to fix it overnight either or in another couple of wash days you know yeah well if someone feels like their their hair is relatively healthy and they're ready to kind of introduce some new styling techniques or products I think people Mm -hmm. I was surprised to learn when I started doing this that like I'm using gel I would never have thought in my life I would be using gel um, yeah. so can you talk or to mousse. yeah exactly so can you explain to people how yes and in fact you may be using gel and mousse and no your hair won't look crispy yeah well the thing is it will look crispy at first once it dries yeah. and that is actually a good thing and I know everyone will have like be so triggered from the 80s and the 90s when we all had those crispy crunchy like curls and what we didn't know then was we were just supposed to gently kind of scrunch out that gel cast um on the hair and that's what reveals the softer defined curls underneath which is why so many of us back then hated our hair on wash day but like the next day when we'd actually broken that gel cast in our sleep rolling around Mm. then it looked much better so the for sure um when you're styling you want something to kind of enhance and define your curl which something like a mousse is ideal for and then you want something to hold it which is what a gel is great for Mm. but the the trick Uh, to get it to work for you as opposed to against you is you need to apply it when your hair is still wet and you need to apply it the same way you would apply a conditioner so kind of like apply from the ends up while your hair is still wet you can give it another brush through to really enhance um, and define those curls and then scrunch it up and then just leave it leave it alone and let it dry whether you're diffusing or air drying and let that gel kind of set those curls that's what it's there to do it's there to set and to hold the curl and then when it's dry you scrunch it out and then when it's dry you scrunch it out and you don't need any like fancy you know tools or like your two hands is absolutely fine to scrunch it out but once your hair is fully 100% dry and you do have that crispy crunchy cast then you just gently scrunch it out and you'll see your hair you get more volume and you get more kind of bouncy soft curls and definition and that that's what most people are looking for but they get scared because they're like I'd, a mousse and a gel I don't want those crunchy crispy <laughs> curls it wasn't cool in the 80s and the 90s it's definitely not going to be cool now but it's just more so the technique the application and making sure that you scrunch it out after and what about brushing because I think people get confused about this as well do you brush your hair don't you brush your hair when do you brush your hair so I think that this definitely it's a confusion and I know just from looking at excuse me lots of other stuff there's a thing that we should all be using wide tooth combs whereas I would argue against that and I don't think it's as good for the hair it causes quite a lot of ripping and tearing and damaging Mm. but what you do want 
is and again if anybody had curly hair when they were little they'll probably remember this that their mom or their grandmom or someone had and it's that really big thick cushioned paddle brush that is what you need and the the trick is when you're brushing your hair is you should only brush your hair when it's wet and when it has either your conditioner in it or when it's wet and you've got your styling products in and so by brushing with a, you know a thick kind of cushioned paddle brush you are detangling the hair but you're also defining the curls and you know getting them to like loop and curl together and that's what a brush is for to detangle and define Okay. And so, okay. So we're, we're having our shower. We're using our, mm-hmm. our sulfate free products on our silicone free products. And then mm-hmm. we're brushing our hair when it's wet with conditioner or product in it. We're using our gel yep. and our mousse. And um, what about our haircuts? Cause it can be really hard to find someone who knows how to cut cur- curly hair, isn't it? Yes. So haircuts, I know people can get a little bit caught up on because there's this thing, oh, curly hair should be cut dry. And, you know, not a lot of hairdressers are confident um, in cutting dry curly hair. It's not something that they are. It's not in a standard hairdressing education program. Um, so actually, the looser your curl pattern. So if you just have loose waves, like your gorgeous waves, you can totally have a wet cut. It doesn't need to be a specific dry cut. Basically, the tighter and curlier and coilier the texture, the more beneficial it is to have a dry cut because they're the type of curl patterns that will just bounce up after you get a cut. But when you're getting a cut, the most important thing is to have a hairdresser that is good at cutting hair and for if you've got longer curly hair you generally want to have some layers because you don't want the hair to get weighed down and then it just you're not giving the curls the best chance to kind of bounce up and define and curl Mm. and then if you're having short if you've got shorter hair you still want to get layers because otherwise you'll get that triangle shape which I think we've all had at some stage. Yeah, I have been there. It's not, I don't want to be a triangle. It's not my goal. Exactly. It's not cute. So the things that you want to avoid, if you're not going to a curl specialist, but you're just going to your regular hairdresser or someone that, you know, is just good at cutting, but maybe not specifically in curls. You just want to avoid things like no sliding scissors, none of that razor thing, unless you're going for a real textured, almost shag type of a cut. Mm. Um, But generally long layers and taking out the weight but you know as everybody I know curly girls our thing is we are so afraid that hairdressers are going to get a little bit scissor happy on our hair and we're going to walk out with you know something Mm. much shorter than we envisaged especially because curls bounce up yeah so there you know you want to ask for layers and you know things to kind of frame your your face for curly hair I generally say don't let the shortest layer be either shorter than your chin or shorter than the top of your jawbone where just before your ear. Okay, these are great tips. And before I let you go, if you are the parent of a child with curly hair and you don't know what to do with it, does <laughs> all that we've said here apply to children's hair? Everything. What I do notice that comes most from parents is that they're not washing their children's hair enough. And they're like, oh, it's so dry. So I only wash it once every seven to 10 days. And that that's not enough. And you need to, again, focus on the health. So for 
everything that we've said absolutely for kids twice a week is where you want to be aiming for and um, that paddle brush is a game changer and a lifesaver there won't be as many tears plenty of water and conditioner use that paddle brush brush from the ends and gradually work your way up and then just leave a little bit of conditioner in their hair to keep it from getting super knotty and tangled until your next until their next wash day and would you recommend twice a week you wouldn't do any more than twice a week no, and that's for everybody. Yeah. Uh, generally, like once a week is not enough. Like you're you're asking too much of your scalp and you're also asking too much of your curls to hold and maintain a shape and only wash them once a week. So for most people, twice a week. And then I say once a week or three times a week on special occasions. And by special occasions, I mean you're really sick. You put your back out or like you're <laughs> camping for a week. <laughs> Or three times a week, special occasions is you've got baby sick in your hair, paint in your hair, or, you know, you've got a really like cute Zoom or date or day out with the girls. And like, you just, it's, you need you your know, fresh hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's what I class as like special occasions. But okay. for most people, twice a week is what works best. Well, I know that if you want to know what kind of products to buy or any of that stuff, there is so much guidance on Gabriella's website. It's where I have learned everything I know, uh, which is not much. But like I'm getting there. I'm learning more and more all the time. Um, she is at curlmaven.ie if you want to follow her on Instagram. Uh, what's your Instagram handle? Is it changed to curlmaven? Not yet. It's changing next month. So at the moment, I, I was previously known as Curly Colleen. So at the moment, my Instagram is still curlycolleen.ie, but the website and the new Instagram will be next month, curlmaven.ie. But for now, you can find me on Instagram at curlycolleen.ie. Well, thank you so much, Gabriella Strano. It's been so lovely to talk to you this morning. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much, Louise. Bye. Thank you. There you go. I hope that's helpful. Ever since I started wearing my hair kind of it's I don't even want to call it curly like it's it's a good wave but I mean it's kind of curly I don't know I don't I don't know how to describe it we're still in an identity crisis but I have gotten so many questions on my Instagram people just really don't know what to do and sometimes the information can be overwhelming and I find Gabriella really just cuts through it Louise McSherry on 2FM